0: You're listening to the Detox and Chill podcast with Meg and Beck. It's our mission to share how we pursue our passion for wellness while balancing our real-world corporate jobs.
1: This is a place where green juice and wine are interchangeable and nothing is off limits. Instead of finding yourself down an internet black hole, we'll be bringing the experts straight to you so that your burning questions can be answered.
0: So sit back and relax on your office chair yoga mat and enjoy the episode. (laughs) hi guys hey (laughs) guess guess we're recording from
1: not a studio
0: (laughs) so fun news we just got our own equipment wow
1: we're so grown up i can't even handle it
0: so we're sitting in my living room right now on the floor just overlooking a beautiful view of the pond
1: cambridge (laughs) good old north cambridge yeah it's just like so much more we love the podcast garage with Mm -hmm. our whole hearts and like I feel like I've learned so much Mm -hmm. you already like know everything but (laughs) but to just be in your own space and Mm because we live so close it's just this is gonna change our lives guys our
0: lives (laughs) um so yeah we're super excited Super excited to be back this week with you. We missed you for a whole week.
1: Yeah. And we have some exciting guests coming. Oh, so stay tuned. Such
0: good guests. Um, So Labor Day was just last week Mm -hmm. and it was great to just get away. Meg took some extra time off as well. I
1: took a lot. So So nice. I was gone for 10 days, I think, Mm because I had the weekend before the full week and then we came back on Thursday Mm -hmm. so I gave myself a two-day week which Mm -hmm. highly recommend for anyone out there who has vacation days they haven't used um but we just went home to Pittsburgh for a couple days which was awesome ate Mm -hmm. so much food just Mm -hmm. hung out but then we went to a wedding um it was in eastern Ohio Mm -hmm. so like truly middle of nowhere yeah for sure um And, you know, (laughs) we're going to cut that out (laughs) because I was going to just say how I didn't get why they had it there, but I don't want to be mean. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, So Dan was actually in the wedding. Mm -hmm. So the day of the wedding, we stayed or the night before we stayed in just like a normal hotel. And then the next night we were staying at the location where the wedding was, which was Mm -hmm. stunning. Like it was in the woods. It was this barn. And then this venue had tree houses that's so cool for all of the guests Mm -hmm. to stay in which was like next level Mm -hmm. but before we got to the tree house Mm um i had to navigate you know, probably like 45 minutes from the normal hotel to Mm. the wedding location and also move all of our stuff into the treehouse. Oh, yeah. It was kind of stressful.
0: I bet. Yeah. So was there, it was like stairs going up to the Mm -hmm. treehouse with all your stuff. Yeah.
1: And then there's like kind of drawbridge type thing (gasps) to take it across. Oh, that's yeah, and scary. you did you just sign a waiver, like there was all this Are you stuff, serious? yeah. And <laughs> of course, Dan, love you, know you're listening, but love you, there Dan. wasn't a lot of preparation, mm, so mm-hmm. you know, waivers and mm-hmm. directions like in the directions, they were like, it's probably best if you just wear a backpack and pack yourself oh, that way, yeah. Which I totally get now because totally. I had my like rolly bag, mm. um. But to even get to the location, there's no GPS out there, which is great because Mm -hmm. for me, I'm always on my phone. Like it's something I'm working hard on to be Mm -hmm. more conscious of when I'm on there. But to drive from point A to point B, I I had to print out directions. So it was like MapQuest status, (laughs) like back in the day when you would be shuffling through. Um, But we made it there. Shout out to Dan's Mm -hmm. parents who were with me moved all of our stuff up into the, excuse me, up into the treehouse, which was, like, a workout. Mm -hmm. Like, I was actually sore. My arms were sore (laughs) because I had my, like, huge carry-on. You know what I mean? (laughs) So I'm just like, and this is how I die. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it was so good, so worth it. Mm -hmm. It was just, like, perfect. That's so fun. I'm so glad
0: you got to do that and take some time off. Yeah. So important.
1: It was really good. Mm -hmm. And you kind of forget... um, at least for me, I feel like if I'm gone for just like a day or two, I don't disconnect. Mm-hmm. I still am like working on totally. stuff. Totally. But there were a couple of days where I just didn't do anything: mm-hmm. work, podcast, vlog. So good.
0: It's so yeah, it's so important just for your overall health. It's yeah, amazing. So take those vacation days, peeps. Yeah, use them. <laughs> They're there for a reason. Yeah, they really are. Um, so I went to New York for Labor Day, which was so fun. Mm-hmm. It's one of my favorite cities um don and i actually had our first date there which you guys know from our husband's episode yes um but on our way there was interesting so there's a bus that goes from alewife which is right where right near where we live um just into um kind of like midtown chelsea area yeah i never knew that yeah like so convenient it's just right from alewife it's a go bus um and so we took the bus. Everything was great. We didn't really hit any traffic, which was nice. Um and then we get to the George Washington Bridge mm-hmm. and the bus breaks down. On the George Washington what? Bridge? Yeah.
1: The George Washington Bridge kind of freaks me out.
0: Yeah, it's like kind of scary. So we're, like all of a sudden we just stop and the bus turns off and I'm like what <laughs> is happening? And like there was no like the bus driver no announcement, no like, "Oh, sorry for the inconvenience. Like we broke down." Yeah. Like He didn't say a word. He was just, like, walking up and down the aisle. Everyone was like, what is
1: going on? I'd be getting concerned. I'd be like. Yeah,
0: I was. I was like, why aren't you telling Mm -hmm, us anything? mm -hmm. It's so weird. So he was, like, on the phone with his manager or whatever, and they were, like, troubleshooting it. Um, We probably sat there for, like, 10 or 15 minutes Mm -hmm. while, like, he didn't say a word, just walked back and forth and was like the strangest thing that's bizarre and like you could look out and like see down and I was like oh. and it's so busy it's so busy and like people were flying weekend. by there's yeah. no like shoulder to pull off on so mm-hmm. we were like in a lane
1: oh <laughs> it was my god ridiculous so eventually
0: like we got back up and running and it was great yeah and we had how a good how long did weekend. it take probably like 15 20 minutes okay. before we so like it wasn't that long but yeah. when you're sitting there and you don't know what's going on yeah it feels like forever oh.
1: yeah. <laughs> honestly that would freak me out I'm just mm-hmm. like so cynical that I always think like something's happening right
0: you know right like is there someone on the bus yeah like, exactly you know, way too is many Is there a bathroom on the bus yes there okay. is yeah I didn't use it though I know like I went right before we left and then yeah
1: because like that would be my other fear Right, when like, you broke down like <laughs> when am I gonna go to the bathroom can
0: I <laughs> and I was starving like oh yeah so starving forgot to take snacks so I was like so hangry we got off the bus and immediately went and ate but yeah it was an experience but then we had a great weekend in New York yeah went to the Met and just explored Chelsea and the West Village and that was really fun so we had a nice very nice time and we didn't have any traffic coming back which is like unheard of on Labor Day
1: that's crazy took us like three and
0: a half hours to get back it was crazy on the bus on the bus yeah what nuts
1: that's so i'm gonna look into that
0: mm-hmm. yeah you i didn't should.
1: realize it was right now wife
0: yeah it makes it so easy so they stop in newton on the way out Uh uh-huh. um but i mean add like 15 minutes maybe so uh, the yeah. way to go Yeah, Because you don't want your car right you don't want to have to park um so it was yeah. just it was nice somebody else drives for you yeah it's great the only thing is that i wish i had
1: food Yeah. So (laughs) (laughs) what was your meal when you were like hangry? Um, Where did you guys go?
0: So we actually went to Bluestone Lane. It's like Mm. this um, gluten, like completely gluten free. I think it's maybe it's not completely gluten free, but a lot of gluten free, dairy free options Mm -hmm. for us. So that was nice. And I got this like egg quinoa bowl that was so good and matcha and Don got like a Think he got the avocado toast. It was so mm, good. You have to get the yeah. avocado toast. So luckily that was like right there. We didn't have to walk a ton. It was like a block away. Cause if it was any more than that, mm-hmm. I was I would have been like, no, we're going to like <laughs> You're the just Chipotle. like sat down in the sidewalk. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And I didn't really like I did not want like street food. Like I wanted something like good. Because mm-hmm. I knew we'd be walking around the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I'm glad you got that. Yeah. It was very <laughs> nice. So we had a good weekend. Um but anyway, today's guest
1: is amazing. So it was funny. I feel like both you and I were easing back mm-hmm. in after our vacations. Mm-hmm. And there's just that moment for me when it's like the realization that you need to come back to reality. Mm-hmm. And the first thing we did was interview our guest this week, Jenny. Mm-hmm. And within like two seconds, I was like, this is the perfect way to ease back oh, yeah. into reality, the podcast, the grind because she is just She's our golden goals. Oh, She's incredible. So many
0: goals. So Jenny Hanway, um, she is a gut health expert, um, a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. She's everything we want to be and more. Um, and she has the cutest accent. You'll be able to hear it on the podcast. But we talk all about gut health, her journey to um, from being a ballerina to and a dancer to becoming this holistic nutritionist. Um, and it's a really awesome journey. Um, I kind of feel like we all have that path to wellness where something's wrong. And so then we start digging into it. Mm -hmm. Um, and so she has that path as well, but it's like, I mean, so inspirational Mm -hmm. just the fact that she like knew what to do and was kind of like guided. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was really awesome to talk to her about that. Um, And she has an awesome program coming up, which we'll talk about.
1: Yes. Yes. And I love in this episode, we kind of get into one thing that I've struggled to navigate is when you know you don't feel good, but a doctor looks at you and says, well, you look fine. You're Mm -hmm. like young, you look vibrant, but Mm -hmm. it's hard to communicate when you don't feel good. So I love that part of the episode where she gives really good tips on how Mm -hmm. to advocate for yourself because it's so important and that's the only way you'll get to feeling better.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think that's very important. I think we are taught not to, not to really question the doctors Mm -hmm. that we have and who we speak to. And I mean, it's our right to do so. We have that option. We pay for it. So, Mm -hmm.
1: um, well, and for me, I had incorrect test results. Right. And that was my, like the biggest wake up call that I've ever had that Mm -hmm. I need to educate myself enough to be able to interpret the results that I'm getting Mm -hmm. And, you know, just do a gut check at the end of the day and make sure that everything's okay. Um, so yeah. And I think for both of us, gut health is just so important. It's Mm -hmm. something that we've both struggled with. And I think for me, when my gut is feeling good, like my skin is glowing, Mm -hmm. I have so much more energy. Um, I just like feel better. Mm So we're so excited that Jenny came out with her 28 day gut reboot Mm -hmm. program. Um, and we're going to be participating. Yes.
0: We will be in the group. So if you decide to join, we'll be there right along with you. We'd love to see you there. Um, so it's 28 days of gut healing. And this is the real, like the piece that I love is that she provides a complete meal plan, Mm -hmm. which is so hard to find. Like I think a lot of people will give you like some guidance as to what foods to eat, but not really tell you how to combine them and use Mm -hmm. them in your everyday life. And they're not crazy recipes. They're really easy. They're like throw and go, like she says. Um, so we're really excited about it. And if you're interested in it, please check it out. Um, her website is jenniferhanway.com. And if you use our code detox until you get 20% off, Mm -hmm. which is amazing.
1: Yeah. And I love that this program, and you guys know from listening to the podcast, Becky and I wouldn't recommend anything Mm -hmm. that's like, you know, um, so black and white or so just like you need to dedicate, like you need to take a month off of work Mm -hmm. to do this program. Like, this is relatable. This is something that you can kind of adapt to meet your needs. Mm -hmm. Um, She even goes through certain things that you know, while they're good to cut out for the program, she gives you options if that's just not a reality Mm -hmm. in your day-to-day life. Yeah. So I love it. I feel like I'm so excited to try it Mm -hmm. um, because I'm at a place where I'm feeling so much better than I used to, but Mm -hmm. I know I can take it to the next level. Right.
0: And we'll report back um, about the program once we're done and let you know how it was. I'm sure she'll be doing more of these programs in the future. So if now it doesn't work out for you, that's fine. Um, but we're so excited. We're so grateful that Jenny came on the podcast and that we got to talk with her and really like made a new friend. It was so nice. I know.
1: Um, and for those of you interested, so the program launches September 17th. Um, which is why we wanted to get this episode out quickly for you guys. So if you're interested, definitely enroll this week. Mm -hmm. And we'd love to connect with you guys in Mm -hmm. the um, private Facebook
0: group. That would make us so happy. So we hope you enjoy the episode. Don't forget to rate and review on iTunes and Stitcher. It really, really helps us out. For some reason, the algorithm on iTunes depends on that. Mm -hmm. So Um, Please do that. Comment on our Instagram if you want to chat with us, DM us, email us, whatever you want to do.
1: Mm -hmm. And we have an exciting giveaway coming up Mm. this week too. we do. So stay tuned.
0: Yeah, stay tuned for another amazing giveaway. We love doing them for you guys. Hashtag blessed.
1: (laughs) Enjoy the episode, everybody. We love you. Bye. Bye. Today's episode is brought to you by Silver Fern.
0: One of our favorite brands. We had Charity Light and their Chief Nutritionist on a few weeks ago, um, and we're so excited that they're sponsoring us. I have been using the protein powder for a while now and have been loving it. It's completely plant-based and also have has probiotics in it, which is so nice. It's kind of unheard of. Yeah, very efficient. I, As I've said before, I love efficiencies. Um, so I've been using that and the Tino, which is their fiber powder. Um, and that has made a world of difference so adding that flavorless powder to my drinks smoothies even water um, is a game changer and also very efficient so
1: love getting that in so efficient Um, and I also recently just got the protein powder I'd heard you talk about it so much and charity loved it so it is just as good as you guys said I'm kind of transitioning into trying to do a morning smoothie so I'd been stuck in a breakfast rut for a really long time um, and this just makes them delicious Mm -hmm. it is so good it's so creamy Mm -hmm. and it truly tastes like chocolate It's so good. It's like a treat for breakfast. Um, And I personally have struggled with a lot of gut health issues. So I absolutely love Silver Fern's probiotic. Um, And I think what makes it so different is that you don't need to refrigerate it, Mm -hmm. which charity kind of enlightened us that – you know, with some other brands, how would you expect a probiotic that needs to be refrigerated to get where it needs to go in your stomach, which mm-hmm. is obviously above a Not refrigerator temperature? <laughs> um, so we love it. They were so gracious to give us a discount code for you guys as well, which is detox15, 15, D-E-T-O-X-15, 15, which will get you 15% off of whatever you order. Um And word on the street is that there might be a new flavor of protein Mm, coming soon. Yes, so exciting. So you can find Silver
0: Fern at www.SilverFernBrand.com. So that's S-I-L-V-E-R-F-E-R-N-B-R-A-N-D.com. So please go check them out. I've been using the coupon code for myself. Yeah. So go check it out. Let us know what you think. Um, And we're so excited for you to try it. Thanks, Silver Fern. Yeah, thank you, Silver Fern
1: well hi everybody we're back we're back it's been a long time for us it hasn't been that long for you guys <laughs> it's been but a, we missed you it's been a week <laughs> <laughs> um but
0: we have a very special guest today on the podcast we're so excited to have her here um so we're gonna have her introduce herself and we'll get into it hi everyone uh, hi. Hi. <laughs> um,
2: my name is Jennifer Hanway. I'm a holistic nutritionist, biosignature modulation practitioner, personal trainer. I have been in Boston for the last five years and I'm originally
1: from London, if you couldn't tell.
0: Mm-hmm. So we have
1: an accent on the podcast today. <laughs> it's so, exciting. It's so exciting! It's so soothing. Your it voice is, is like mm-hmm. I could listen to you talk for
2: a long time. Mm-hmm. People always say that I should record like nursery rhymes or meditations yes. or bedtime stories. Yes. You should. Maybe that's another side career. Side gig. Yeah. (laughs) On top of everything (laughs) else. On top of everything else. (laughs) No big deal. And then I'd have to start an Instagram account for that. Yes. And that would be, of course.
1: So maybe one day. Hashtag bedtime stories. There we go. Um, So, what we like to do, so we love to take it back to the beginning. So, you're all of these amazing wellness things now. But where did it all start?
2: Oh my goodness. Um, So taking it back to the beginning is a long time. I'm 38 next month, so maybe we probably shouldn't do the whole 38 years. (laughs) How did it start? Um, Kind of in a a nutshell, I'm an ex-professional dancer turned fitness professional, turned nutritionist, turned health and hormones and gut health specialist. How did that all start? So how far back do you want me to go back? Let's like we're going her. way back. Let's start with the
0: dancing. Yeah. Okay,
2: let's start yeah. with the dancing. So, I was a professional dancer and then I was studying dance at university and I got a really bad injury and I couldn't continue. So, I did a ton of rehab for that and seeing osteopaths and all of that kind of stuff and then saw a personal trainer, got really into fitness, decided that this was kind of what I wanted to do as a side gig. Whilst I was doing that, I was really kind of didn't want to know anything about the dancing world, because that had been my love and my passion and I couldn't do it anymore. But you can never kind of get too far away from your passion. So I was I did a ton of work with an amazing osteopath who literally put my pelvis back together. It's probably a story for another podcast oh my God. was that what yeah. stopped
1: you your pelvis yes
0: that's an intense inj- injury
2: yeah, yeah it wasn't um it wasn't much fun um so yeah I had to 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 finish doing the dance and then saw an osteopathy put me back together who recommended I see a personal trainer so I was working with a personal trainer at a gym and there were some dance classes at the gym and coming from kind of a, a professional pedigree I really kind of turned my nose up and mm-hmm. I was like oh my goodness this is going to be terrible. Anyway, I went to one just to see what it was all about, and it turned out to be these amazing Cuban salsa world champions. Wow! Which kind of put me in my place. <laughs> um, so I just that love always finds you. So I found that I decided that if I couldn't perform, then I would teach, and so I started dance teaching and choreographing um, little random nugget. I've got a few of these. I once taught Zach Efron how yeah. to do the fox foxtrot. No. No. Oh. He's a babe. He is. <laughs> he Back is to my middle school cute. days. was obsessed. No, still obsessed. <laughs> I love that we all just put our hands together. I over know. We're just like, let's just take a second. For a Zac moment Efron. of silence. <laughs> Um, So yeah, so dancing, performing, choreographing, teaching, um, but that really doesn't pay the bills. So I got into teaching fitness and this was back in the day of legs, bums and tums and Zumba (laughs) and all of that fun stuff. Um, So I did that to pay the bills, but I was finding that I was spending more time with that and in the fitness industry than I was in the dance and I was being able to reach more people. And I had one of those moments of, oh my goodness, but dance is my art. And then I kind of got over myself um, <laughs> and realized that my career lay more into this kind of fitness, fitness um, and helping people. And I'd always been super interested in food and nutrition and I was vegetarian for many years, and that's another story, and just decided that this is what I wanted to do. So at the time I was living just outside of London And I was like, right, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to move to London. I'm going to work at all of the top studios. And that's what I did. And I went and I auditioned and got every single studio that I wanted to work at. And then I answered an ad on, we call it Gumtree. It's your Mm -hmm. version of Craigslist for, and it didn't really say a lot, but they were looking for dancers and fitness professionals. And I ticked both those boxes and I went in and it was what became London's first bar studio oh wow so I went in and I met these two amazing American women who are still my mentors today and they were like oh my god we love you and I was like oh my god I love you (laughs) And (laughs) and then I went and took class with them literally got my butt handed to me. Like, I'd never done anything like this in my life. <laughs> it's neither hard. have we. That's how <laughs> oh. Beck and I, like, one of the ways we <laughs> yeah, first bonded. Through bar just class. Just shaking
1: next to each I other in a bar like,
2: class. Like, I thought I was fit, and I was like, mm. geez, Louise. But I loved it. And so that was, like, the Monday. I went into class on the Tuesday, and I signed a contract with them on the Wednesday, and then I had to kind of backtrack for all the other things that I'd signed up for. But then that was my that was my love and my life for about 18 months. And there was a very small team of us trying to build a studio in the middle of London. No one in London had heard a bar at the time. This was mm-hmm. back in 2012, yeah, 2012. Uh, we started in 2011, this was back in 2012. And our only kind of people coming to the classes were Americans and expats. And then slowly it started to build and build and build. But there was like five of us teaching however many classes a week. We weren't looking after ourselves. Like sometimes I was teaching like 30 hours a week, which is a ton. Oh, Oh my God. So much. It was so much. But it was just as we were talking earlier, it was our love and our passion. Mm -hmm. And we were this little family. So, and that's kind of how this is how this wonderful segue works. All alongside this, I was really struggling with my gut health. Mm -hmm. And to go back even further, I remember when I was like six or seven and going out, to McDonald's and having a happy meal with my dad, and it was an unhappy <laughs> meal for me um, because that night, as I think I was like six or seven, I got rushed into hospital with suspected appendicitis. Oh wow! And it wasn't; it was that I couldn't digest the McDonald's. Mm. Not many people yeah, can. Who can? <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of suffered through that. Like I remember it being part of my childhood, but I always just thought it was the way that I was made. Um, and then, kind of alongside this journey into into the fitness industry, I was really I really struggled with it in my twenties, in my like early through to late twenties. And we see a lot of that with women in their early twenties and gut health issues, to the point where it got so bad where I just stopped digesting anything, and I was hospitalized on a morphine drip because wow. my digest system was just like I've had enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and conventional medicine did not find me any answers, so I had, um, you know, I had lots of invasive colonoscopies and all yeah. of those things, mm-hmm. and luckily it wasn't anything like Crohn's or colitis. but I was given this very vague diagnosis of IBS mm-hmm. and offered some super strong medication. And I was like, that doesn't work for mm-hmm. me. Um, and then I tried a ton of conventional stuff, including some really weird stuff Um, but again nothing kind of really worked for me but the woman that I was mentoring under at the bar studio her name is Nikki she was a biosignature modulation practitioner and basically you can kind of think of that as a side accompaniment to being a nutritionist but it's looking a lot more at stress and sleep and hormone balance and gut health and all of those things and she said to me so I saw her for a consultation and she said to me well try cutting out gluten I don't even think she said dairy at the time she was just like try cutting out gluten take a probiotic and take some of this amino acid I was like I'll, I'll try anything. I yeah. feel um, like that's nothing. I'm like, that's nothing. <laughs> I've done some, I've had electrical currents run through my body to try and figure out my food intolerances. Yeah, that's another story. Yeah, yeah, we'll pause that and maybe uh, come back. Right. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work. Um, so I tried those things and I think I I think I cut out gluten and then I started kind of reading and I, and I read that if you have a sensitivity to gluten, you can quite often cross react with dairy. So I cut out gluten and dairy and took these probiotics and I wasn't perfect by any means. And I just saw, like, miraculous results. Like, I'd never felt that way before. And it was this real light bulb moment for me of, you know, I'd been helping people through the fitness, but there was something missing. There's so much more that you can do. When you work in the fitness industry, you're seeing people one, two, three, four hours a week. Mm -hmm. When you're working with nutrition and well-being, you can influence someone and you can help them from the minute that wake up they wake up to the minute they go to bed. So it was just like I felt incredible. I'd never felt this great in my life and I was in my early 30s. And I was like, this is what I want to do. This is how I want to help people. So I went off and I took my training as a biosignature modulation practitioner, which doesn't exist anymore. Um it's pretty it feels like a pre-med qualification. <laughs> so I remember walking into the room and I was like I am in the wrong room mm. <laughs> um, and I they encourage you to like reset every year so I do that and I felt like I'm, I kind of just got got to that um, and I just started doing that and I just I just loved that I absolutely loved doing that I loved helping people I started reading and researching and doing a ton more work um, eventually requalified as a holistic nutritionist and I'm now a level two biosignature modulation practitioner and I've been super lucky to mentor under some amazing experts and I work with doctors and I just kind of keep learning. I'm taking an advanced degree in health, no, what is it, uh, nutritional therapy right now so I can work a little bit more with in the medical community. Um, And that's kind of how I got here. Wow.
1: That there's so much, Jenny. Where do we yeah, start? We, we can go start? back to Zach Efron if we
2: like. Right. <laughs> <I> mean, Most <laughs> importantly, Zach Yes, was he good at the Fox <laughs> um He was. He was super cute. So it was before he got like mega famous. Mm, mm-hmm. um So there's that one. People always <laughs> ask me about. So I was. I was working in. I was working in a really great area of London. We had a lot of high-profile clients, so I've been lucky enough to work with... And I can't name names. I've signed N- NDAs, but I was lucky enough to no work with... Deal. No big deal. <laughs> um, just give me like a cocktail and then maybe... Right. Um, <laughs> so I've worked with members of the royal family, oh, and right. I've worked with some of the people from Game of Thrones, um, and I still kind of work with some of those higher-profile clients, which is is awesome. And it's no different from working with Mm -hmm. anyone else, but it just affords you some kind of different opportunities. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, where, where do you want me to start? Okay.
0: (laughs) So I think what's really important is I know a lot of people are struggling with gut issues, ourselves included. Mm -hmm. Um, And so maybe for someone who isn't quite sure what's going on with their bodies and maybe has some of these symptoms, what are some of the symptoms that you see all the time, right off the bat, that you would say, Okay, this is where I can help you and this is where to start and who would be like in that
2: yeah. Category. It's um that's so I was doing an interview the other day and someone asked me, you know, who is gonna struggle with gut health mm-hmm. and my answer was pretty much everyone. Mm-hmm. Um we can have compromised gut health from medications, from the contraceptive pill, from processed food, from stress, from not sleeping, from environmental toxins, you name it, it's gonna challenge our gut health. Mm -hmm. But it's also I don't want people to panic and freak out, Mm -hmm. you know, and then just go and do some crazy cleanse, which do not work, by the way. Um, So really the outward symptoms that we see or the inward symptoms that we see, digestion, gas, bloating, diarrhea, constipation, I'm very open to talk about poop. Um, as right it's so important it's such it's such a barrier like it's such a barometer of your health Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so those are kind of the obvious things so the the stomach things that we would feel um skin issues eczema acne rosacea random rashes anything hives anything like that it's always got a relationship to gut health um seasonal allergies if you really really suffer from seasonal allergies that's one of the things um i have a cat who has seasonal allergies and we think it's because Aww. he can't digest Aww. some proteins properly i'm like he's a rescue cat i'm like trust me to get a cat with gut health right issues. of course it fits <laughs> right um So those are kind of the obvious things. A lot of the inflammatory things that we see, so with systemic or chronic inflammation, so joint pain, um, tiredness, brain fog, fatigue, we're all like tick, tick, Mm -hmm. tick. Um, Some things that you may not always consider, so hormone imbalances, thyroid issues. So basically everything that we have with wellness and our health, we can relate it back to gut health. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of why... I'm so passionate about it for two ways. I'm passionate about it because I know how I felt when my gut health was terrible and I know how I feel when my gut health is amazing and it's still always a work in progress. But also we can't be well if we don't have healthy working guts. So it's something that I never want anyone to freak out about, but I also think that we should be considering it all of the
1: time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think just when you were walking through your symptoms and your story, I can relate so much. So for so long, um, since I was like 13, I just had horrific stomach pain and ultimately was diagnosed with SIBO. But I think one thing that I struggled with was finding a doctor who would actually talk to me about things outside of the blanket IBS diagnosis. So do you see that a lot in your clients? And I guess one thing that I struggle with is how to advocate for myself at a doctor. Oh, I don't okay. know if you have any tips on how you to say are talking my language.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, it's something that I'm I'm super passionate about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, trying to get that diagnosis is it's really really challenging. Um, so something I talk about a lot with my clients and a lot of my workshops is how to how to advocate for the right PCP. And honestly, trying to learn the health system and the insurance system in the US is right That's i bonkers. still, who knows i
0: work in insurance and i don't understand <laughs> oh <my it>. <laughs> so
2: you know it's we have the national health service in in the UK and i will never have anyone say a bad word about mm-hmm. the, like yes it is understaffed and underfunded and all of those things but you have an emergency you can see someone and you will not have a bill at the end of it so mm-hmm. i'll never have anything bad said against the, about the nhs but they have limited resources And so trying to navigate the whole system here has been super challenging for a long time. My husband and I didn't have a PCP and I took I took a long time to try and find one. Obviously trying to find one within my network. That's a whole Mm -hmm. other story um, who I really liked. So I found a fantastic one and um, I won't say her name on air because I send her clients all of the time, but it's the (laughs) Merino Center in Cambridge. so not too far (laughs) from here. Um, and she's fantastic. And she'll suggest she's a she's my PCP. Mm-hmm. She's not a holistic doctor. She's not a functional medicine doctor, but she has this holistic viewpoint. Mm. So she will recommend like Ayurvedic herbs for oh, my amazing. like if I'm having gut health issues. Sign me up. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is why I can't say her name because mm-hmm. everyone goes to her. And. <laughs> um, And she will, you know, I'll advocate for my own hormonal testing and and all of those kind of things. So I'm really, really lucky to have found someone. And I think everybody should have a PCP that they can at least talk to. Mm -hmm. That is the number one advocate for your health. If you have to have any testing, that is who you have to go through first. So there's a couple of functional medicine doctors that I love in Boston. But I also think it's just really about word of mouth and... Sometimes you might not find that practitioner who is exactly in line with what you need, but we almost need to self-educate. And this Mm -hmm. is where one, and we shouldn't have to, but this is where kind of one of my roles has come in and a niche that I found myself in is that I will be a link between a doctor and The client and I will help the client determine what blood tests to ask for, Mm -hmm. and I will help them be able to navigate all of that space. So I just think it's really like, don't just find. We spend more time shopping for shoes than we do finding a PCP. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's our fault. It's just the system is so confusing. So we literally will go on our insurance network's website and we'll find the closest one to us. Mm -hmm. And then I when my when my clients come to me because I look at blood work as as part of a a whole barrage of things that I look at, and I say, you know, when was the last time you had your annual physical? And they're like, oh, I don't like going to my PCP. Mm-hmm. And I so say we pay so much for our insurance, we should be making the most of that. Mm-hmm. So even if your PCP is not going to recommend you meditation and Ayurvedic herbs for your gut health issues, you at least need to find someone who you can, who will advocate for you and who will listen to you and take you seriously. Um, and that can take some time. So I'm a big, I'm a big proponent of finding and building a healthcare team. So you should have a great PCP. You should have a great dentist. Like, um, I'm just at the end of not last year yeah last year and the year before I underwent a ton of dental surgery Um, just as like a deep dive into my health and it's like the unsexy stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so like yeah we can all look cute drinking a green smoothie but I didn't look cute when I just had six teeth taken out and stitches and I'm drooling (laughs) and that's not going on the Instagram. Mm -hmm. But I needed to do that to take a deep dive into my health. So we should have a great PCP. We should have a great dentist. We should have a great OBGYN. We should get our eyes tested. We should do, people are always like, They find it interesting that I'm pro-conventional medicine and I'm pro-conventional medicine for lots and lots of reasons. It saved my life more than once. But also we can use conventional medicine for testing and Mm -hmm. then we can look at that through a different lens. And that's where I come in. A lot of the time, I'm someone's last resort, and I take that as a compliment, not not as an insult. So they will have been to their PCP, and their PCP will say, "Well, look at their lab work, and they'll say the numbers are all within range, mm, right?" My worst <laughs> <enemy>. <laughs> and yeah, they're in range, and but they're in this range that means that you're alive, mm-hmm. and we kind of look at it from from like a biasing and functional medicine point of view of like. That Those lab values, they are Homer Simpson. It's like, are you alive and are you Homer Simpson? (laughs) Then great, you're in range, fantastic. But the range for healthy young women in their 20s and 30s is going to look very different from a woman in their 70s but mm-hmm. we're just put in this in this category so what we look at through this more functional holistic point of view is that it's a much narrower lens so something really really simple is that you guys might have your vitamin d status and it might be within range mm-hmm. but it's like the low end it's right. like the range starts at 30 and you're like 31 mm-hmm. And that could be a reason why you're having energy issues. So I look at those things through a much narrower, narrower lens, and then I'm gonna break those down and see if there's any other blood work that we need to do so we get a full picture. Mm-hmm. Now, having said that, if a client comes to me and they don't have any blood work, there's a ton of other things that we can look at as well. Um, really can't remember what the question was, <laughs> but um, spend some time finding a great PCP. Mm-hmm. I yeah, that's
1: the- yeah, exactly, and just that struggle of, Finding someone who takes you seriously. Because I think one thing that I know myself and Becky have struggled with mm-hmm. is doctors who will just take a look at us and be like, oh, you look good. Mm-hmm. So you right. must feel good. You're healthy. You're 25. You're 26. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah. 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 So it's, just, it's such a struggle and it's hard to navigate, I think. For me without getting upset because mm-hmm. it's hard when you don't feel good. Right. And then someone's just like, No, you're fine. Right. <laughs> like, and look at you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's it is it's really, really challenging and I love to work with clients as young as I can. Because if you can get your gut health fixed and you can balance your hormones at 25, 26, well, then it's going to be way easier as you move into pre, you know, if you want to have children or you don't want to have children as you move into pre menopause, perimenopause, post menopause. The more work that you can do when you're younger, the easier it's going to be for the rest of your life and the more vibrant you're going to be for the rest of your life. Like, I fully intend to live into my 90s and 100s me and my Mm -hmm. husband say this all the time but i fully intend to live that vibrantly like i'm not going to be i don't want to be on medications and having Mm -hmm. to have someone reach things for me like if i'm going to live that long i want to live that long vibrantly and i know that means keeping my hormones balanced and looking after my gut health and, and all of those things so just because you're young doesn't mean that now is not the time to be responsible for it Mm -hmm. it's just going to be way easier taking care of it now than as you get into your 50s 60s and 70s um so my advice is to change your pcp yeah don't tell them i said Mm -hmm. that (laughs) it's so important i've
0: (laughs) changed my pcp so many times and i'm still on the hunt so Mm -hmm. i will find some. you'll find uh, but (laughs) but good for
2: you that you understand that you can change that Mm -hmm. and yeah sometimes it can be a bit of a pain in the butt and it can be confusing but you can change that and you can find that right person. And if you can't find that right person, then that's where someone like I can come in and take the work that you've been doing with your PCP and then look at it through a more
0: holistic Mm -hmm. lens. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the tests that you usually recommend to all of your clients to start off with, kind of as a baseline?
2: So I'm usually looking at kind of like basic metabolic panels. Things I'm looking at are blood glucose levels, I'm looking at inflammatory markers, that tells me a lot, inflammatory markers, um, vitamin and mineral status, anything like that. But Mm -hmm. even if someone, and I think sometimes people get put off to come to see me if they don't have blood work, there's so much that we can tell from Mm -hmm. what's going on, even just when I'm sitting and talking to someone. And they think that I'm talking to them about their day or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I'm actually trying to kind of pull things, pull things apart. So, mm-hmm. you know, looking at food diaries, how they're sleeping. Are they having regular menstrual cycles? How is their energy? Are they working out? And then also I'm looking, and I'm not checking you guys out, I promise. But looking <laughs> at, you know, looking at their skin and things mm-hmm. like that. So there's so much that we can tell. Like I love looking at lab work, but there's so much that we can tell without mm-hmm. it. So I don't want people to think that they can't see a more holistic practitioner if they don't have that information as mm-hmm. well because mm-hmm. there's a lot that we can tell without it
1: skin is so huge so for me huge. like mm-hmm. when you i have, you both have beautiful skin by the oh, way well, well you I do just, too yes. i was thinking the <laughs> same <laughs> um but i know for me whenever i eat dairy and oh, you know i was home yeah. i had a lot of sourdough mm-hmm. bread that my mom Delicious. baked <laughs> and it's so good but definitely in a week or two i know i'm gonna be right <laughs> seeing i feel like that. mine is
0: like overnight if i have something the day before it's like yep. the next morning my face will be broken out. Yeah, and
1: dairy
2: is the, dairy is that worst offender. Mm -hmm. And I am exactly the same. We went to visit my mother-in-law a couple of weekends ago and had an amazing time, but there was some dairy that did sneak in and literally the day after, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, those are my dairy breakouts. Mm -hmm, Um, So that's the one even, like I really think dairy is the main offender when it comes to to breakouts, And there's, mm-hmm. there's a few reasons for that. It's very, very hard for us to digest processed dairy. And also when we have dairy, and especially if we have low-fat or no-fat dairy, actually spikes our insulin, which can cause breakouts mm-hmm. as well. So mm-hmm. dairy is like the number one thing to avoid if you're trying to look for great skin. Um, and it's really interesting. I work with an amazing dermatologist in New York, and I'm educating her staff on the link between kind of food and gut health and skin. And combining those two things make really, really, like amazing, amazing Mm -hmm. results. Mm -hmm. So you're doing the skin from the inside and the out. So dairy, I would always say is to cut out and then sugar as well. Mm -hmm. Sugar is one of the, sugar doesn't necessarily cause breakouts, but it's definitely gonna cause aging of the skin that's gonna
0: cause puffiness Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. What about like grass fed, not processed butter, like things like that?
2: Um, so butter is actually, butter would be one of your better options. Okay. When we have intolerances to food, we actually have intolerance to a protein in a food. Mm-hmm. So butter has very, very small amount of protein, but you mm-hmm. could actually do a ghee instead. Gotcha. So a grass-fed. I love ghee. Right? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. so good. There's some ghee in those little bags that I brought <gasps> you guys. And I never had any <laughs> issues with it either. It's yeah. always so It doesn't good. have any protein mm-hmm. in it. Okay. So yeah, ghee you're going to be better off with. Yes, grass-fed is going to be fantastic because it's going to have all of those amazing CLAs. Ghee is also a great source of something called butyrate, which feeds gut bacteria um so ghee is
0: yeah ghee is a really great gut food wow so tell us about your program kind of your private program and then what you have coming up okay um
2: so i work with a lot of clients one-to-one and i've worked with everything from and i do a lot of this in conjunction with a doctor Mm -hmm. which is which is fantastic so we work with things from high levels of mercury and heavy metals to thyroid imbalances to that that whole gamut and every time we look at the stuff we just drill it down and drill it down and drill it down it comes down to gut health Mm -hmm. like that is where you have to start and I almost feel like I'm a broken record when it's like, oh, mercury, toxification, gut health. Oh, you've <laughs> broken your leg, gut health. Um, gut health will not fix a broken leg. I just want to. <laughs> just putting that out. Just disclaimer, gut health will not fix a broken leg. Um, but it's always coming down to that gut health. So if you have issues with toxins or you're a poor detoxifier, There's no point in trying to detoxify you if you have compromised gut health. Mm -hmm. If you're having hormone imbalances, then we have to look at that gut health as part of a bigger kind of as a part of the endocrine system. So it's not going to be a cure-all, but it's absolutely where you have to start. So when I work with my clients one-to-one, I have a lot of blood work. We do food sensitivity testing. We do mineral status testing. We do toxicity testing. That's fantastic. And then I was always very anti group programs Mm -hmm. Mm because I was always very like I love to work one-to-one with my clients and everybody is different and then I was seeing there's definitely having said that there's definitely some things that benefit everyone Mm -hmm. of course there are and then I was also seeing a lot of programs out there in the space that had gut health recommendations that I didn't agree with Mm. now that's not to say that they don't work and they haven't worked for that person but in my education and my experience it was wrong advice and so it was almost one of those kind of be the change you want to see in the world Mm -hmm. so I was like okay Mm -hmm. I could sit here and look at this and say well you're wrong Mm -hmm. or I could do something about it so there's definitely lots of things that everyone can do so removing the inflammatory foods healing the intestinal lining balancing out the microbiome, reintroducing those foods, those things are things that everybody can do and everybody can benefit from. Mm -hmm. So that's where the 28 day gut healing program came along, um, which has been the labor of love for me, and my graphic (laughs) designer and my editor over the last few weeks. Um, And it really, it looks at those four stages and this is what I haven't seen that's out there right now. Mm -hmm. And I have seen it, I've seen it in the medical community. But something that I do and kind of where my niche is is looking at the work that the medical community is doing and then making it relatable for people Mm -hmm. and like, Mm -hmm. okay, this is these are the studies. This is the science. Now, how does this look in everyday life when you're running around like a crazy thing and you have seven jobs and you're trying to look Mm -hmm. after a dog and kids and take a bar class and all of those things? So that's kind of where where I come into this the whole profession I guess and that's where the 28 day gut healing program came from. So we are looking at removing all of those foods that cause an inflammatory response. And then, okay, so you take out those foods, but people are like, okay, what can I eat? Mm -hmm. So then I provide lists of everything that you can eat. And then there's a suggested meal plan as well with a ton of recipes. Oh, that's nice. And the recipes are pretty, most of them are super simple. There's some things that are a little bit fancy if you want to get fancy. Mm -hmm. But you can also do what I call throw and go meals. And this is literally how my husband and I eat 99% of the time. It's like you have some prepared ingredients, in the fridge and then you might mix that with some salad and mm-hmm. then some veggies then you might need to grab something while you're out mm-hmm. and then breakfast is a smoothie because that's super easy mm-hmm. and then maybe at the weekends you get a little bit more fancy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you can follow the guide like word for word follow that suggested meal plan exactly as it is or you can just take the elements and it's going to work Exactly the same. Mm-hmm. And then halfway through the plan, we just do a little bit more of a reset. So it's two, three days. If you can manage it, you don't have to do it, where we just take things a little bit more back to basics. And then the last week, we start to reintroduce the foods that have nutrient value, mm-hmm. but that may cause an mm-hmm. issue. So I am going to be asking you to take out gluten and dairy and sugar and soy and all of those things. Now, I'm not going to be telling you to put gluten and dairy and sugar and soy right. back in. Mm-hmm. I say, Gluten, dairy, and sugar are for birthdays and holidays. but I love that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you get the breakouts, but hey, sometimes mm-hmm. it's worth it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but something like eggs is eggs, pasteurized eggs can be such an amazing nutrient-dense food, but mm-hmm. they're one of the biggest causes of inflammation, and they're mm. super hard to digest when your gut health is compromised. So let's do this. Let's take out the inflammatory foods, calm everything down, heal, which is the part that I m- see people missing as well, and then reintroduce them and if they work for you great and if they don't then maybe you need to leave it a little bit longer mm-hmm. um and i just hold your hand throughout the whole time so you get the pdfs and the guides on a weekly basis and then there's group coaching calls there's a facebook group and then people can email me as well because sometimes you don't want to talk about your poop in a facebook group right <laughs> like i get it <laughs> yeah. i don't get it <laughs> we're like we'll do it all yeah, the time all <laughs> 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 <Hashtag> #poop <laughs> exactly don't look that one up yeah. no <laughs> please don't
1: um and this starts the 17th this starts the
2: 17th um so people can sign up as of now and they will always get the material with plenty of time because you want to get set up for Mm -hmm. these things um you can do it without any of the supplements and superfoods as well i think people always get really nervous about those things if you take out those inflammatory foods and you heal with nutrient dense foods You don't have to add in the superfoods and the supplements. Those things are wonderful. And I don't recommend a ton. There's two I recommend. There's two supplements I recommend throughout the program. One is a probiotic and one is L-glutamine, which is an Mm -hmm. amino acid that helps to um, heal the intestinal lining. I love people to take those. There's other options that people really want to take a deep dive, but that's kind of it. So we keep it affordable. That's yeah, simple. Um, and, you know, yes, I'd love people love for people to be having collagen and bone broth and stuff every day. But, yeah, mm-hmm. it does get expensive. So mm-hmm. you can do those things three to four times a week and you're still going to get amazing results. Mm-hmm. But it's just looking at from a little bit more of a a deeper dive of, and you know, you, you've had SIBO, mm-hmm. you know that a super strength probiotic mm-hmm. is going to make you worse than better. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because I've had so many clients come to me and they're like, well, I've followed the advice that's out there and I've taken the super strong probiotic and I've taken a ton of kombucha and fermented foods and I eat my seven to nine servings of raw kale a day. Mm. Uh, right. Mm-mm. And it <laughs> just makes you even worse. But mm-hmm. that's the advice that is out there right now. And I'm like, we need to take a step back. So we need to take out all of these foods that are causing inflammation Mm -hmm. and that are kind of destroying our microbiome and destroying that intestinal lining, causing the systemic inflammation. So we take those out. We then need to heal the lining. So it's like we can't put a plaster over a broken leg. So we heal the lining by using the target, by using things like collagen and L-glutamine, these amino acids that fix the intestinal lining these things also have a wonderful way of making our hair skin and nails look amazing Mm -hmm. as well so that's a great side Mm. effect then we want to rebalance our microbiome so we are this beautifully disgusting combination hosts for mold and yeast and bacteria and Mm -hmm. all of these things so right now we're hearing so much about our gut bacteria Mm -hmm. in 10 to 20 years time we'll be hearing about our yeasts and our molds and Mm -hmm. things we have developed that way and Mm -hmm. we are more of these bacteria molds and yeast all of these things that we think are kind of gross like we're more those than human Mm -hmm. so we cannot live without them but it's when they get imbalanced, that's when we have challenges. So we can't ever get rid of all of those bad bacteria and we'll never want to. But as you mm-hmm. know, as with SIBO, when that gets imbalanced or when that is somewhere where there's a colony where it shouldn't be. So, so many clients get nervous of taking a probiotic because they've gone out there and they've taken the strongest probiotic that they can find mm-hmm. and it's made them worse mm-hmm. because it's keeping everything alive, the good and the bad bacteria. So I use two different probiotics. I use a targeted probiotic that helps to eliminate the bad bacteria. And then I use another probiotic um, from a company called Go Live, who are fantastic, that helps to keep the microbiome healthy. Mm -hmm. So we use those two. Mm -hmm. And then the L-glutamine. And those are the supplements that I say, you know, let's do those. Those are going to make a real difference. And And then there are a ton of other supplements that I recommend if people want to but they don't have to. Mm-hmm. Um, I recommend collagen powder and bone broth and ghee and all of those wonderful things. But also it's just a ton of really great whole nutrient dense foods. Mm-hmm. So really mm-hmm. great quality proteins and veg, that's the other thing with the veggies is that people with compromised gut health, The right? nine
1: servings of kale does it's, not oh, it does oh, sound pretty. No, <laughs>
2: like we sh- I'm, I'm gonna go out there and say this, you shouldn't be eating raw kale Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like raw kale raw broccoli raw cauliflower Mm. like that stuff will have you doubled Mm -hmm. over in pain it's better to cook those veggies and actually make them bioavailable to the body. Mm-hmm. So actually make them that we can actually, A, they're not going to cause us any issues, and B, we can actually digest mm-hmm. them. So throughout the program, there's a list of vegetables that I say, do not eat these raw. Mm-hmm. And if you are going to have raw veggies, have them with some acids and some fats, which can help break them down and help them digest them. Mm-hmm. So it's just taking the advice that's out there and just kind of taking a step back, really. Right. Um, yeah. Oh, and I've set up a a uh, special discount code for you guys. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I love you both. I wish that, I wish the it's audience it. could see this cuz there was a little shimmy there. there a simultaneous That's shimmy. A simultaneous That's how that was
1: yeah.
2: shimmy. <laughs> um so if you go to my website which is jenniferhanway.com and you click on the 28-day gut healing program there's you get a 20% discount off with the code detox and chill
0: love Amazing. so excited and it, it's so on brand for us as well so we're so excited yeah and I feel
1: like I love from everything that you just said I know how overwhelming it is when you don't feel good and you're having gut issues to try and parse out the things that you want to start incorporating but I love that it sounds like it's just getting back to basics mm-hmm. and I realize that for some cutting out gluten and dairy maybe isn't back to basics but it's the best way to start and i'm so encouraged Mm -hmm. to hear that it's
2: it's the best way to start and honestly when i'm waiting for clients blood tests to come through and their food sensitivities to come through i'm just like if you can just cut out these three things until we're waiting for the results and Mm -hmm. then i'll speak to them a couple of days later and they're like oh my god i feel amazing Mm -hmm. and whenever you take something away from someone you have to replace it with Mm -hmm. something so i can't just say to a client or anyone that i'm working with oh you can't have this this and this Mm -hmm. Because then they're like, well, what the heck am I going to eat? So Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, you can't have this, this and this, but you can have this, this and this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we make it like I like to make things super simple for people. And then the other part of that is when people think that they're having things taken away, they feel like they're really deprived. Right. Mm -hmm. So making sure that they don't feel deprived. So everything tastes delicious. Well, I think it does. And my husband, mm-hmm. who's my chief taste tester, I think it does. <laughs> um, he loves it when I'm doing any kind of program because we're mostly throw and go people. Right. Mm-hmm. But he's had to test like the gingerbread honey bites like wow. five times. That's amazing. amazing. They are amazing. That is what you can expect. <laughs> <laughs> and the uh, pumpkin spice collagen cookies. Mm-hmm. And so he, he loves it. But... Most of the time, people take things out of their diet, but they don't replace it with anything. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. they get super low blood sugar. And then Mm -hmm. they get hangry. And Mm -hmm. then they're like, this sucks. Pass me the pizza. Mm -hmm. So the number of clients I've had say to me, you know, oh, I'm amazed that I don't feel hungry. Well, that's because every meal has a great balance of protein, fiber, and fats as well. And we do four meals a day. Mm -hmm. So I call it three meals and a mini meal. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And I don't use the word snack because instantly when you think of a snack, it depends which kind of world you're coming from but you're either going to think of like a cookie or a bag Mm -hmm. of chips Mm -hmm. or you're going to think a kind bar and an apple all of which are bad Mm -hmm. so when we say mini meal it's just looking at a smaller portion of again real food Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. now yes sometimes that's like cauliflower hummus and veggie sticks or a smoothie but also sometimes it's cacao collagen bites and gingerbread honey balls Mm -hmm. and pumpkin spice cookies and all of those Mm -hmm. delicious Mm -hmm. things Mm -hmm. as Mm -hmm. well Um, yeah so we've had great fun recipe testing mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, and
0: I love your Instagram, seeing all your recipes on there. I bookmark them all the time. Yeah, the Same that one. That <laughs> no. awesome. I think
1: for me too, like the biggest revelation for me in the past couple months has been fat. Like, yeah, I never fat. thought that I was <laughs> afraid of it, but I realized I was not incorporating mm-hmm. enough. So when you're saying ghee and mm-hmm. all of these amazing things, yeah. like you're full for so much longer. Right. It's, it's amazing.
2: It's, you know, it's it's one of the most satiating nutrients. So we do, we all come from that fear of fat. And especially, mm-hmm. you know, I was born in 1980s. So I grew up through those low-fat 80s and mm-hmm. 90s, which has messed up the health of everyone. But mm-hmm. that's a different topic. Um, but we do, we get super scared of fat. And we need fat in our diets, especially as women. Fat's really, really important for effective hormone balance. And I find that when I take too much fat out of my diet, I am starving. Mm -hmm. But I also find that I don't do well digesting too much fat. Mm -hmm. So a keto diet doesn't work for me. I think it has great applications for some people. But I think you can get the ben- some of the benefits of a keto diet by just doing a gut healthy balanced protein fat and fiber diet so mm-hmm. that's kind of where I come at it so I know that if I have my morning smoothie and I don't put my quarter of avocado in there or my teaspoon of MCT oil or whatever fat I'm using but the- on my tablespoon of nut butter if I don't have that I'm mm-hmm. really hungry afterwards mm-hmm. um, so if you're just having like the protein powder and the almond milk you're going to be hungry an Mm -hmm. hour later It's not going to do anything but have your you know have your protein powder and then have your I tend to have some kind of fat in there so my two favorites are like I'll do almond butter or I'll do avocados usually my favorite and then I'll do some veggies in there so I'll do like some frozen spinach or kale it's pre-cooked, so it's fine. Um, and <laughs> some zucchini and then I'll add some fiber. So I'll add like flax seeds, which are um, ground flax seeds are like amazing mm-hmm. for everything and satiation and detoxification and all those wonderful things. And then I'll add my almond milk and then that smoothie will keep me going for about mm-hmm. three and a half, four hours. Right. Yep. And everybody should be able to go three and a half to four hours without getting hungry. Mm-hmm. So that's why I do three meals and a mini meal. So you do breakfast, you do lunch. Most of the time people get... Like, if you have lunch around 12, 1 o'clock, let's be real. We don't get home. Right. We don't mm-hmm. eat till like, 7, 8
0: o'clock. You're right. one of
1: those people that oh. can go um, without Yeah, I snack. don't usually have a snack
0: in the afternoon. Wow. Yeah. But as soon as I get home, like, <laughs> I'm <laughs> cooking dinner. Yeah. And then, like, 5, 36 6 o'clock, I, we have dinner yeah. on the table yeah. and I'm yeah. eating. So that's,
2: yeah, yeah so that's not too long a time mm-hmm. but i have a lot of clients that will eat lunch at like 12 1 o'clock mm-hmm. and then they'll finish work at 6 and they'll go take a class or they'll do whatever and they'll get mm-hmm. home and it's like seven or eight and i'm like you shouldn't be going seven to eight hours mm-hmm. without eating and that's too long mm-hmm. but also you should be able to go more than two hours without eating mm-hmm. yeah so by balancing out your blood sugar and your hunger hormones that's how we get to that wonderful place and then also when we have healthy guts and we're actually absorbing our nutrients Our body isn't hungry all the time because it's not looking for that food all of the time. So if we're not absorbing any of our nutrients, we're more likely to be hungry. Mm. And we
1: also can't use our food for fuel as much as well. Mm. Can we switch gears just a little bit? I know this hour has flown (laughs) by. By. I could talk forever with you. Can we talk a little bit about hormones? Mm Because that's a hot topic for I know both Beck and I. Mm -hmm. And I think, knock on wood, that more and more women are kind of realizing that maybe the birth control pill might not be the most Mm -hmm. effective option for them. And I'd love to hear your thoughts. Okay. Um, This is always a challenge because I mostly
2: work with female clients and I mostly work with young female clients. And I would love to, I would love to be able to recommend a great healthy alternative to the contraceptive pill. And right now there isn't one Mm -hmm. available. So, I'm not a medical practitioner, so I can never comment or tell anyone to come off a medication. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. However, (laughs) if we were sitting here having a cocktail Mm -hmm. and you didn't need to be on the contraceptive pill for contraception, then I would say it's a good idea to revisit that Mm -hmm. option if Mm -hmm. you don't need to be on it. Mm -hmm. But let's be real. The contraceptive pill has a lot of great benefits. Yep. Mm -hmm. If you're a young woman and you don't want to get pregnant Mm -hmm. right is there an alternative option there are some natural fertility methods and family planning methods that in Europe they're spoken about in the same breath as the contraceptive pill and condoms and things it's not a comfortable option for most people Mm -hmm. so what I would say is it's just something to be considerate of and If you are on, I always think of things in the body as like toxic load. So -hmm. if you think you have your, I do not say a jam jar, but we're on a wellness podcast. So think of your mason jar, okay? And so one of the things in your mason jar is that you take the contraceptive pill. Okay, so again, this is a conversation with your PCP. Is this the lowest effective dose for me? Is this Mm -hmm. the best one for me? Mm -hmm. What are my other options? With my family history, is this a good option for me? So not just the one that that doctor has had a visit from a rep from Mm -hmm. five minutes earlier that's a whole other conversation so if you are going to be on the contraceptive pill is this the lowest effective dose and is this the right option for me and do i need to be on it for contraception or am i just taking it because i've taken it for such a long time and it's convenient Mm. so if the answer is yes i still need to be on the contraceptive pill then we need to think about what else is going on that mason jar so do you need to be taking um you know let's say do you need to be taking a tylenol or a over-the-counter sleep med or anything like that like what else is going Mm -hmm. into that mason Mm -hmm. jar so maybe that's where you think okay i have to take the contraceptive pill but i'm not going to take an antibiotic every time i get a cold Mm -hmm. maybe i need to reduce that load or maybe i really need to think about balancing my gut health to help my cycles Mm -hmm. and i think one of the challenging thing and i'm seeing this a ton with my female clients right now is that the contraceptive pill will mask anything that's going on with our endocrine systems.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: So we having a regular healthy normal period and it's normal for us. So my normal period is going to be very different from you guys. Oh, pooping periods, two of my favorite Mm -hmm. things. (laughs) Yes. Um, So what's normal for you? But how do you know if you're having normal cycles when you're on the contraceptive pill? And Mm -hmm. I have a ton of clients that come to me and they've come off the pill because they know that it's better for their health or they're wanting to start a family and it's taking a long time for their cycles to come back. And it could be that something has been going on almost behind the scenes with their endocrine systems, but we haven't known because they've been on the pill. So that's one of the challenges where it comes from. But really looking if you are going to be on the pill, or even if you're not on the pill, looking about your hormonal health. And people think of hormones as we think of like estrogen and testosterone and things. Well, actually, no. Insulin is a hormone. Mm -hmm. So insulin is your regulator, of blood sugar. Cortisol, your stress, that's a hormone. So really for me, can I balance out a client's cortisol, which is their stress levels? And can I balance out their insulin, which is how they... um react to, to blood sugar so their blood sugar levels if i can balance out those two things those are going to have a huge effect on what we consider our sex hormones and thyroid and estrogen and testosterone and all of those things so it's really thinking about the endocrine system rather than just thinking about one part of it if that helps so mm-hmm. you know keeping our blood sugar balanced is huge for our insulin and our cortisol looking after our stress levels is huge for our cortisol. When our cortisol spikes, our insulin spikes, you know, all of the oxytocin goes down. Like it's such, sometimes it feels challenging that we're just like, oh, I give up because if I do one thing, it's gonna affect everything. Mm-hmm. But then the other great side of that, if I do one thing, it's gonna benefit everything. Mm-hmm. So if I have issues with my cortisol, you know, gut health, if you have compromised gut health, that can raise your cortisol levels raise cortisol levels can affect your gut health. So maybe I need to manage my cortisol levels a little bit. Maybe I just need to go to bed a little bit earlier. Mm -hmm. If we manage our cortisol, we're probably gonna manage our thyroid a little bit better. If our thyroid is healthier, then our whole endocrine system is gonna be healthier. So it's really thinking, it's not thinking, oh my goodness, this is overwhelming. It's thinking these tiny changes that I can make and, and my two passions really are gut health and stress and sleep management. Because if you can fix those two things, you pretty much fixed everything. What are those tiny changes that I can make? And really Mm -hmm. thinking about that mason jar in terms of toxic load. We'll use toxic as a a word I can think of. But that mason jar, if you're going to put the contraceptive pill in there, what else can you take out? Mm -hmm. So can you eat organic where you can? Can you manage your stress? Can you... Not take an antibiotic all the time. Can you stop taking those over-the-counter medications that you probably don't need? Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of where I would go with
0: it. Yeah. I love that it's baby steps and not just change everything all at once and completely overhaul mm-hmm. your life and, you know, get rid of everything in your medicine cabinet and put all this new stuff in because that is overwhelming. Mm-hmm.
2: It's overwhelming. That's unrealistic. And I mm-hmm. used to be that person. Mm-hmm. So I used to be that, like my way or the highway Mm -hmm. if you don't make all of these changes it's never gonna work and it doesn't work and honestly I'd rather have a client make, if I have a client and I speak to them like three or four days after I've sent them their program and they're like, yep, I've been hundred percent. I'm like, oh, <laughs> but if they're like, okay, I'm maybe 60%. I've implemented this and I've implemented that. And then I'm going to try that next mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. I know that those changes are going to stick and yep. I call it habit layering. So it's like, what can you, what's, what's one easy thing that we like? What's one easy thing we can all go home and do mm-hmm. tonight? <laughs> are we going to do it? Maybe let's turn our phones off at eight mm-hmm. o'clock and let's go to bed and read a book. Mm -hmm. All right, let's just do that for a week. It's going to make a huge difference. And then that habit will stick. And then what can we do the next week? You know, can we add one more glass of water? Or can we go for a walk? Or can we think about not taking that, you know, find an alternative for that headache tablet that we take all of the time? And then next week we add something on. And actually those habits stick and they make way more change than changing everything mm-hmm. all at once and then just completely falling off the wagon. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm totally the person who's Love like, that. I
0: need to change everything. We all, all at are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I'm, it, then if I don't do it, though, then I'm like, all right, well, then I'll start again next week. Yeah. And then it just keeps, keeps going and going and, and going. And that's that other
2: piece of the puzzle mm-hmm. of like, I always think of health as like a bank account. So you can't ruin it. Mm -hmm. so let's say we have four great weeks of sticking to our healthy habits that work for us And then we go away and we have some mimosas and we might have a little bit of dairy. So let's say you put $20,000 in that bank account. Well, your mimosas and your dairy, it's probably gonna be like $500 out. You can put that back Mm -hmm, in again. mm -hmm. So think of it as a bank account. If you went out and you had $20,000 in your bank account and you spent $500 on a pair of shoes, and they better be a great pair of shoes, (laughs) you wouldn't then think, oh, I've spent $500, I might as well spend the rest of the money. Mm -hmm. And that's the way we look at our health. Mm -hmm. So think of your health as like a bank account and you might make deposit, you might make withdrawals but as long as you're putting in more deposits that's the best way to make progress i love, I love that
1: yeah yeah i love that too i, just I had a withdrawal well. <laughs> i had a withdrawal couple days here so i need to <laughs> now you put some more back. deposits in yeah and then in a couple of weeks time then you can yeah have a, yeah exactly Awesome, well tell our listeners where they Mm -hmm. can find you and if they're interested in this um, gut health course where they can sign up for that. Yeah, so um, very imaginatively,
2: my website is called jenniferhanway.com and I'll imagine you guys will put a link in your show notes. I've done this before. (laughs) Um, So yeah, so the website is jenniferhanway.com. You can find me at Instagram at jenniferhanway. Those are my kind of two platforms that I'm most active. You can find the program on the website if you just go to jenniferhanway.com On the left-hand side, you'll see 28-Day Gut Healing Program. If anyone has any questions, feel free to email me. It's Jenny at JenniferHanway.com. Again, really imaginative. (laughs) Um, And yeah, that's how you guys can find me. The program starts on the 17th of September. But if you sign up now um, with the Detox and Chill Mm -hmm. discount code, you'll get 20% off. And I will send you the materials as soon as I can. So you'll definitely get them at least a week before
0: so you have time to get ready. Like people like time to get ready mm-hmm. and go shopping and yeah, prepare exactly. and get in that headspace. Yes. yes. Perfect. And you can find us as always at detox and chill podcast instagram.com all of the things. <laughs> I am best friend Beck on
1: Instagram. And I'm using Megan and don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Mm-hmm. Comment on Instagram. We love hearing from you guys. Yes. Give us all the 5 stars.
0: Thank you. <laughs>
1: and we'll talk to you next week. Okay. Bye guys. Bye.